When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I felt that there was um, a need to see in the ancestral realm the my ancestors as panthers. And then in addition to that, I've been seeing it for a long time before the role ever came up. And before I before, you know, I ever even read the comic book, I've always seen these cats. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. in my dreams. Yeah. So um from a from the time I was a little boy. Like wrestling with these like big big lions and cats, uh-huh. and so uh, it's a thing for me. You know, it's like it's an actual like part of like my makeup. everyone and welcome to episode number 13 of the fourth wall i'm your host griffin schiller and this is the show where we break down the fourth wall of the film industry as we get an inside look through our conversations with industry professionals ranging from directors actors you name it this show is of course part of the playlist podcast network where you can find our weekly film discourse show discussing the latest releases along with our other shows such as indie beat be real and much more whatever your fix is we got you covered over there Support for this episode is brought to you all by the Walt Disney Studios presenting The Lion King. Critics have called it breathtaking, stunningly beautiful, and a majestically dazzling visual triumph. Disney's The Lion King for your consideration. Today's guest is someone you all should know very well. He's best known for his portrayals of real-life historical figures such as Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and Thurgood Marshall, but he's especially well-known for playing the king of Wakanda himself, Black Panther. I'm talking about Mr. Chadwick Bozeman. We sat down to discuss his new New York-based action thriller, 21 Bridges, which is also coincidentally produced by the Russo brothers. And during our conversation, we talked about what he likes to see from New York-based films, having spent a lot of time there in his younger years. Chadwick is one of the hardest-working actors these days, and his dedication to his craft really seeps into his work in a very natural way. He's incredibly thorough with each of his characters, usually going above and beyond what is required of him, and that hard work and dedication and commitment really set his performances apart. We talked a bit about this and how his process has evolved over the years. We also talked about the difference between tackling characters based off of historical figures versus when he's given a wholly original character like in 21 Bridges, and I think his answer might surprise you. Naturally, we had to chat Black Panther and his contributions to that film, one of which was an integral part to the main story. He teased a little bit about what we can expect from from his upcoming collaboration with Spike Lee, and we get into so much more, so you're definitely in for a fun time, but without further ado, let's get into this thing. Here is my conversation with Chadwick Boseman. 
You gotta get some coffee up here and some eggs for this woman. <laughs> well, have, first of all, have you eaten yet? Uh, kind of, sort of. No, sort of. I didn't eat. I actually didn't eat. I forgot to eat. Okay, let's go. <laughs> no, no, you're all good. No, I, I, I was having like tea and tea and stuff. Like, anyway, let's go. Okay, all right, let's do this. <laughs> okay, so um, I kind of want to start off with uh with New York first because I know you have a close relationship with the city. You spent a lot of time there. You went to school there. You lived there for several years. Um, did I go to school? I didn't go to school. Did you go to school there? Or it was um. Uh, you did. I, I I remember reading something about you. I have I have teachers there. Oh, that's probably I have the ones. Yeah, I have te- you know various teachers, different stuff. Go ahead. No, for sure. No, well, I was just curious for for you. You know, being from that area, well, not originally from that area, but like living in that area for some time. When when it comes to films that are based in New York, yeah. what are like the key elements like for you that that they need to get right when they're depicting the city? Hmm. Okay, uh, I think, you know, there has to be, how do I say this? There has to just be a sense of what the what the angst of the city is, like mm-hmm. what the, you know, what the pressure of the city is. And, you know, because New York, if you shut down, you know, if you shut down a city that, that, that sleeps, Shut down Oklahoma City sleeps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. San Antonio, it sleeps, you know, like um LA even sleeps. Right. <laughs> LA sleeps. If you shut shut down New York, it's gotta you have to feel like, oh, it matters that they shut this down. That was the main thing. Yeah. Because we don't get to <clears throat> we don't get this we don't get to feel the pedestrian level of New York because this movie's moving too fast for that. Right. Right. So you don't get to to see what like the every, like what every single person feels about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't get to go to the bodega and, and figure out what happens. You know, to the the person who runs that because we shut it down. But you just need to feel the pressure. You need to feel that intensity. You need to feel that like oh, um, if if um, if things don't go right in a few hours, there's going to be chaos. Right. You know, right. when crisis happens in New York, it's it's a bigger thing, a bigger intensity. So that's what you need to feel from from this movie. Um, that's what we're painting. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I want to do some other New York movies where it's all about the food. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, the, like, yeah, like, are, that, yeah. My spot on, you know, right, uh, right. on Washington, you know, like... In Brooklyn, like by the right by the right by the park, you know, like you want to feel that. But this movie is about movement, constant right. movement. Yeah, for sure. And you really get it because I mean, especially with some of the aerial shots, you really get a a sense of the the I guess like the scope of of the city, which you don't usually get. It's like like you said, it's the approach is usually uh, the city as a whole, or you get that really intimate, you know, those intimate stories about the culture and the people and stuff like that. Yeah, like with this. I feel like the the concrete and the loneliness of like there's there's and you feel it because because my character you only get to see his life outside of yeah. work for that one moment with his mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we felt that it was important to put that because that that was it does. Yeah. It, it was in and then it was out and then we had to put it back in. I was like, you have to have that because if this if this movie is about you know, there's a whole speech, um, you know, traveling in and out of the city, spending four hours. You know, you, you don't get to spend time with your family. And that's why these cops lives are, are messed up. Yeah. Then you got to see that in my life. You got to see, well, what is his 
what is his life because he's done this? And and then, you know, you don't see the girlfriend, you don't see the wife, you don't see, you know, you need to see, well, this is what he loves. Right, right. And this is what he's given up to do this. You know, you need to feel that in this movie. Right. And, and I thought one of the more interesting things was regardless of what had happened to him, he still managed to find a way to find to be like just I guess in the end as opposed to everyone else who would kind of lean on that as excuses or or crutches or something like that it's like he was he saw it as it really wasn't I, I I appreciated that touch but like when you when you're going into a character like this which I guess um a lot of his backstory is really implied other than the opening scene in the relationship with his mother um how much room do you have to kind of be creative in that sense and sort of like make up his his backstory well in this movie with this movie uh the original script um was much different than what you see on on the page like you know i'm his name wasn't andre oh really (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't black and his name was not andre okay well now i want to hear how this this, this story changed yeah so uh he was more of a political hand you know, then a, you know, it, you would you would almost say that the cops. He went from being a cop that cops would would uh, with some cops would question whether he's a real cop mm. to being a cops cop. We we literally made a complete shift in in who he was to being he he um went from being a person who would basically be directing other people to shoot. To being a guy with a skill set, you know, to being a guy that has a code, you know, you need he he became more of a you know like a samurai in in our version. He's a guy with a skill set with a code, yeah. Who, um, you know, has a particular reason why he uses the violence you know, that he understands, and other people might understand it differently. Like yeah, they, yeah. They understand it differently. They don't. They they see him in a different way than he sees. It, and violence in a different way. They 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 think he sees it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. All of that changed, you know, based upon, um, I would say, my research with the actual cops, and just what we felt like would make the movie work. And so I was a part of all of that. Yeah, change. Yeah, uh, interesting. Well, and I think that's something that. I really admire about your approach when tackling a character is you are incredibly thorough in your research. I mean, not only just be not only because you're playing like historical figures like Jackie Robinson or James Brown and stuff like that, but it, it, like even with a character like T'Challa, you really get to the root of who who they are. And so I, I'm curious for you, is that like is that something that has always been important, or is it something you've kind of had to learn that you've learned along the way? Or I well. You know, acting is a skill that you learn. Of course, you know yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, I couldn't say I always knew that. I feel like I'm, I, you learn it. Yeah. You learn it as you go. You learn, um, and you have to have the opportunities to, to, um, to figure out what's important to you. So, like, if you have a role where some of those things don't matter as much, where the audience is not necessarily watching the, the movie through your eyes, you may look at things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But for me, you have to have those opportunities where you're like, you know what feels true to me? Um, 
my approach is this. You, it's, it's just about learning. You know what I'm saying? Right, for sure. Well, and that was, I guess that was going to be the other thing is how much do you, how much do you rely on intuition as opposed to like, like actual facts that you, you, you find? Uh, the facts don't mean anything, mm-hmm. you know, it, and, until you have to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can gather, you gather all the facts, you know, you gather all the information that you, that, that you may need or you, or you think you need or, or just, you know, you could be like, I'm really just interested in this now. So I'm studying everything, Yeah, you know? Uh, but when you walk on set, <clears throat> um, there's certain things that hit home inside you that give you something. Yeah. And you have to, because this is an, you know, it's a physical art, it's an emotional art, it's a spiritual art. You just go, you go with those things on a day. Mm-hmm. All the other facts that are superfluous don't matter at that point. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's, it's whatever, um, speaks to you in the character is what you use, what you actually use. Right. Right. And well, and when you were doing research for this character in particular, I, you mentioned you spent a lot of time with, uh, cops and stuff like that. You did, I I think I read that you did like ride alongs and stuff like that. I, I guess for this, uh, particular experience, um, what, what was like the most fascinating revelation you kind of came across? Um, I think, um, I guess the, I, I guess one of the things would just be, you know, seeing the, the toll that, you know, a, like a, a case would take on a person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, and this is sort of compressing things, but from a physical standpoint, if I'm up all night, one night is one thing. Two nights is another thing. Three nights is another thing. There's so there's like a sleep deprivation. There's and so having to to stay in the right mindset and stay focused and and calm in the midst of that is just considering that, you know, like yeah, is a is yeah. a crazy thing to consider. And then so if you come off of one and then you're asked to go do another one like i just came off of one and now you're asking me to go do another one you know what how tired are you right <laughs> like yeah. literally yeah exactly like, like how how do you, how tired are you what are you feeling what is your body feeling and now i gotta run around this whole city and, and deal with this situation yeah and it's gotta be done by by morning it's like so you kind of start this movie off at a certain place in the race you didn't i didn't start you know, this is not the, the you know, this is not the tape. I'm not starting the tape with the gun. Yeah. This is like, you finished the race and they said you got to run another lap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so just, yeah, like, right. It's so that feels, that feels, yeah. that feels a certain way when you, you know, like when you're starting a movie, like what does that feel like? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, that, that's the, that's the jumping off point. Right. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Well, and I guess as an actor working on set, you can, kind of relate to that too as well because it's yeah, just a we constant we were shooting at nighttime so like, well, yeah exactly you yeah, know yeah. we shot nighttime for I, I actually don't know how much time it was um, but it, it was definitely a month and a half straight we were like <laughs> just straight out yeah man like the blackout curtains just don't work after a while right they just don't work so yeah 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 
for sure. Yeah. Well, I, get some coffee, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel that way now. No, no, no. Like, I, that, this I, this I is junket tired. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not. No, it's all good. Um, I I did want to get into uh your your work on bio, biopics and stuff based off of existing uh source material. I guess you could say. Um, when you're giving characters, uh like you know jackie that that are ba- they're from history like jackie robinson or james brown or say you know uh comics such as t'challa how much space do you have to sort of um make the character your own versus when uh you're you're given essentially i guess like a, a blank slate in 21 bridges where it's like you are making you are molding the character I, I think it's, it's a complicated answer i'm gonna try to make it simple you have all the license in the world to make it your own. Um, the The problem is that you got to answer to somebody else. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But you have all the license. You have to feel like you have all the license in the world, like it's yours. You have to feel that way. If you're always um, looking over your shoulder or worrying about what somebody has to say about it, you can't do it. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, you have to let it go and let that go. Because you can't seek people's approval when you act mm-hmm. like that's you know you know number one rule. So you have to just sort of at a certain point you 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 get you get permission to like just take it like you know I think that's what it is mm-hmm. and it's a it's a mental thing it's a you know maybe a spiritual thing. Um. Like for instance, with with get on up, which I say was probably the hardest for permission. I mean, it's it was it was the hardest for myself to, for me to give myself the permission. To right, do it. right. Um, with forty two was the hardest for me to get permission. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because Richard Rappers is like, who is who are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but with get on up, it was the hardest hardest for me to give myself permission. I had to literally dream and I had to have an experience, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like a, a like almost like, oh, you know, God tell me I'm supposed to do this, mm-hmm. you know, type of experience. And, you know, it felt like it came that God was like, well, I'm going to send James Brown down there to tell you that you can do it. Like, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so it, it it's more of those types of it, I, with 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 um, say T'Challa, you know, I have just as much right to love the comic book as you do. So you have a little bit more freedom. I have just as much right to have my own take as you do. You know, there's no family, you know, that I have to go to. Yeah. Um, and in this, you know, you you feel a sense of. You feel a sense of, of of responsibility to like live up to. You want to be authentic to what to what a cop is. Right. That's what it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Other than that, it's up to me to sort of find out. Well, I think he thinks this way, and you want to be close to the truth. Like right. this is truth, but nothing really like you know like in a situation like get on up with Thurgood Marshall. That's different. 
they're different expressions, different personalities. Sure. Like, like there was so many cops on set, there was no stock version of what he should be. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You know, there's there's more wiggle room there. I do want to go into uh, Black Panther stuff just a little bit because I, I I don't remember when, but I remember when the film first came out. I was listening to uh, a few. I guess interviews you did or something you talk you were talking about the the path that led you to the character and I thought that was so interesting because you almost went on like a I guess it was like a globe trotting sort of experience and you experienced different things that it's made a Black you, Panther yeah for Black Panther yeah, yeah. and it, it like made you or I don't I don't know but I was just, it, it was some serendipity in it is what you mean right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I guess in terms of that I was just kind of curious because you you said like you you had kind of before you were even cast you kind of had an idea of what you wanted the film to be. Uh, and I'm kind of curious what some of those ideas were and if they actually made it into the final film. Yeah. I think everything, every, like, it, if it ain't in the first one, then, it, you know, it'll, it'll be, it'll be in there. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think, I think, um, there's more to do. Yeah. There's more to do, but yeah, the, the, this, I think the sense of what, it is. You, are you are you trying to get me to be specific about what those things are? Well, 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 for the, just in relation to the first one, I know you. I know you can't talk about the second one, but like just when when you kind of went on this experience, like what were, um, yeah. Things for example, had. for example, the idea that um, you know, I felt I felt that there was um, a need to see in the ancestor realm the my ancestors as panthers mm. to see them to actually see them as the animal as the spirit animal um and that's because you know uh before i got the role like that's something that you see and if you read the comic books you see that in some of the drawings and some of the way that some of the um the artwork yeah that's that is part of like how it is drawn but that didn't necessarily have to be in the movie it was important to say yo we have to use that as part of the way we st- tell the story, um, because j- one, because just seeing it does something to you. Yeah. And then, in addition to that, um, I saw it. I've been seeing it for a long time before the role ever came up, and before I, before you know, I ever even read the comic book. I've always seen these cats interesting you know what yeah, i'm saying even yeah. in my dreams yeah so um from a look from the time i was a little boy like wrestling with these like big big lions and cats uh-huh. and so uh it's a thing for me you uh-huh. know it's like it's an actual like part of like my makeup um so we even like we went to thailand recently and um you know it was i i had a fear of it um but I got in the cage with a tiger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it was an important thing for me to do. So it's like, it didn't necessarily have to be something that happened like right up up to it. It's like, this has been calling you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that is just a part of you, I feel like. That's, yeah. I mean, that's incredible though that, that you've had that experience throughout your entire yeah, life. I mean, like, I was like, why is it, why is it a panther in a, and a and a tiger running around the backyard in a dream. You're like, <laughs> yeah. what's that? Like I've had that dream for years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So 
Go ahead. No, 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 for sure. Because <laughs> I, I, I know I got to wrap this up. I got just a couple quick questions for you on upcoming projects. Because I know you were you mentioned Thailand. You were shooting uh, Spike Lee's film in there as uh, uh, the Five Bloods or something like that. Uh, and I'm sure you can't really say much about that. But what what can we expect out of a, a, like a Spike Lee? I guess Vietnam sort of thing. Because that is that just. I, I can't even wait to see what that's going to be. Um, you know, um, how do I even say? I, I don't want to give anything away. Sure. I don't want to give anything away. But, you know, he never ceases to amaze me in terms of, like, the angles and scopes of black characters that he finds to show. Like, you know, that's what... Um, I think you can expect is that, you know, a lot of times people will, will try to put, well, a stereotype, you know, you, you, we put races in a box, you right. know what I'm saying? Like you, you say, well, the black, the black guy has to do this and do that. And it, and it's, it was just interesting to, to find like with these, with these men that there's there's some things about them you're like oh wow I didn't I didn't expect that yeah. you know and I think it's it's going to be good for people to see if you have you know a, a box you put somebody in that you know you got to take a couple of these characters out of those boxes yeah for <laughs> like sure. that's 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 what I that's what I love about Spike yeah awesome well I am super excited to see that thank you so much for your time Chadwick it was an absolute pleasure thank you man. Well, there you have it. That was my conversation with Chadwick Boseman. What an absolute delight. The guy is super nice, very chill, and I can't wait to talk to him again sometime, hopefully for Black Panther 2. 21 Bridges hits theaters this Friday, November 22nd. But the most important thing is I want to hear from you all. I want to know what your favorite Chadwick Boseman film is down in the comment section below of wherever you're listening to this episode. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe to the Playlist Podcast Network on your podcatcher of choice for more episodes of The Fourth Wall, along with the rest of our diverse film-centric catalog. And if you want to go that extra mile and you really want to make my day and feel so inclined, it would be amazing if you left us a rating and a review as it greatly helps the show out, helps us get noticed, and it allows me to know what you're all loving and what you want to see more of. In our next episode, the waves hype continues as I sit down with Sterling K. Brown to discuss the new film from A24 that you all should be going out to see because it's one of the best of the year, but that was a really fun and enlightening conversation that I can't wait to share with you all. So you're definitely not going to want to miss that, but until then, if you like me specifically and you like what I have to say, you can give me a follow on Twitter at Griff Schiller. Alright, that's going to do it for for this episode and I will catch you next time. Take care.